Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Dead Jester Productions podcast, episode number 149. I'm your host, Josh or Jay Moskers, back once again. This week, we've got special guest Peter from the Stumbled Across podcast. Thank you for being here. It's lovely to be on. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so you're you're just kind of tipping your toes into the, the podcasting world, you said? Yeah. yeah. Huh? I, I mean, I guess it was... You know, obviously the COVID thing and the lockdown thing, everyone was kind of doing a podcast and mm-hmm. I kind of didn't want to jump on at that point because I thought, you know, I could get a little bit lost because, you yeah. know, being so new to, to the world. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, I've just started um, my, my first episode will be coming out. Uh, well, it, it actually, at this recording, it will be already out. So um, working towards that and realizing how much work actually goes into the podcast world mm-hmm. at this moment. <laughs> It, you mentioned the during the pandemic, like everyone was doing a podcast. Mm. There's like that joke, like, oh, everybody's got a podcast now, you know? Yeah. And yeah. at first I treated it, I was like, oh, it's, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then over like the last like six or seven months, like so many people I know have started podcasts and I'm like, oh no, it's less of a joke now. <laughs> I know, that's so true. <laughs> and, it is. And, I mean, so many celebrities as well starting, and then yeah. they just leave them because they realize there's no time. <laughs> yeah, it it literally like I hate using the word, but it's like it was a little cringe-inducing to me. I was like, oh, I'm one of these people now. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. oh no, everyone I know is doing it. <laughs> my my cousin started, who has no like technolo- like technology experience. Like, he's not good with it. He's you know he's just into sports. That's his whole thing, and he's yeah. he's doing like a football podcast now. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, okay, okay, that's that's cool. And then another per- another family member I know is like, oh yeah, I'm just doing like a mental uh, mental health one. I'm like, oh, okay. And I have another one popping up doing one. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, I oh no! It's it's so hard to come up with an idea as well. You know that someone hasn't already gotten, someone hasn't already taken. Yeah, it's so hard to come up with your own original ideas now. I I do want to say I don't let it come across that I don't want people going out and making podcasts. Like it, of course, I, I understand it sounds that way when I was saying that, but I was <laughs> I just felt like the world closing in at one point. I was like, oh no, it, everyone is doing a podcast now. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it is. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That it's it's one of those things where it's hard to stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that was that's been an issue for and for years with people on YouTube, uh, yeah. people doing like Twitch streaming, podcasting, you name it. Even like music, uh, it's hard to stand out because it's yeah, yeah. There's only so many truly unique things you can do with it mm-hmm. before you're just doing the same thing someone else did and I think it was so much easier, like back in the day as well, you know, when like YouTube was just coming on the scene and yeah, everyone was on it. But I think now it's just so much harder if you were trying to, to start out there. It's just like, where do you start? Yeah. The first video I ever uploaded to YouTube was in 2008 and it got yeah. like 21,000 views in like a yeah. week. And I was yeah. like, holy crap, this is huge. <laughs> and uh, like looking back at that, I was like, wow, I I put no effort into that. It was just a... a digital camera set on top of a bunch of boxes and junk on top of a chair yeah. filming my TV screen and <laughs> no editing whatsoever. <laughs> Nowadays it's like, Oh, you don't have a top tier thumbnail. You don't have all your tags and yeah. keywords and stuff on point. The video needs to be super well edited or no one's going to watch it. I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like if you have okay. no ring light, you have no success. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I noticed, yeah. I, like I, I follow a lot of the on Reddit. They have like the YouTube startups, like small YouTubers. I forget what the the actual names are, but it's it's mm-hmm. very close to that. And it is interesting. Like I, I do that a lot just for outreach with people. Like I like working with other people. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting watching people like, oh, you know, 
a lot of people are very creative. They put out a lot of unique work and they're like, oh, I'm just happy. Like, I can't believe I got a hundred, you know, subscribers or a thousand mm-hmm. views, whatever. I'm like, this is so cool. I'm just, you know, I'm just doing this. It's fun, but yeah. it's really cool that people did this. And then there are definitely other people where I see it and they're like, what am I doing wrong? Like, I, my, I, I know my content is good. Like, why aren't I getting more subscribers and things like that? And it's like, yeah, I, I get worried because I don't want to tell people to be like, oh, well, you know, just wait it out. Just keep putting out good content. And eventually yeah. they'll show up. Yeah. But yeah. I also don't like when people go into it with the mindset of like, I need to get subscribers. And I need to make money on this because I want this to be my job. Yeah. Like, like straight away. Yeah. It's, you can tell when that's the case a lot of times. And it kind of turns people away sometimes, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. The, the, I mean, it, it's the people who just do it for a hobby and, and don't, mm-hmm. don't set out for that. They don't expect anything. And then suddenly yeah. one day they wake up and they've got the views. It's just uh, mm-hmm. one of those chances you have to take. Yeah. I know you did, a, you've done some YouTube probably, right? Yeah. Back in the day, I did. So I'm a musician as well. So um, nice. I've been playing piano since the age of, well, I'm 28 now, six or seven when I started piano. So um, yeah, back in the school days, I was kind of uploading videos and, you know, trying my best with the whole YouTube thing. And it is, it's a long haul. Like it's a lot, like even to get the first 100 views on, on your video, I just remember yeah. just sitting every day refreshing just to see how many views that, that you got. But, um, it's, yeah, it's just one of those things then it's, it's good for a personal record as well. Like I used to record, if I was doing exams, record my song, yeah. put it on YouTube and then I can listen to it back. And it's just, yeah, it's just good to have like a wee memory bank as well, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I, I was, when I first started, what would, I would have been 2008. Eight, so it'd been 14, 13 or 14 roughly at the time mm-hmm. when I first started getting into YouTube. Yeah. And that was at the height of like, I was really into watching like Call of Duty gameplay and the commentary mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I'll do. And I did a, I did a bit. And then like I got in, I think I did it in middle school first. And then right when I finished middle school, went to high school, mm-hmm. they, uh, I, I was like, all right, I don't, this is like embarrassing. So I deleted the channel. And then, like, a number of years later, like, after I finished high school, I got back into it. I was like, ah, well, this is a mistake. I got yeah. rid of all the subscribers, all the viewers and things like that. Mm-hmm. This is bad. And, and it's, then, it's yeah. so weird seeing that, like, transition on the TikTok. Like, you scroll through TikTok and then you just see people mm-hmm. sitting there playing games. And just yeah. every, everyone is for it. Everyone loves it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've not gotten into the TikTok thing. Uh, yeah. I, I, one, because it's Chinese malware and I don't want to install it on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just really bad at like short form content a lot of times. Like I, that's just not how I operate most of the time. Mm, it's, yeah. I, I very much prefer like, not like long form necessarily, but like, I like being able to expand upon an idea yeah. as opposed to here it is. Enjoy. Okay. Bye. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I, like, yeah. There's those 10 seconds. Like it's just, oh, it's, uh, it could uh, be an age range thing too. Yeah. Yeah. The attention span is yeah. these days. Just definitely not what it used to be. You know, you think seven seconds, that's you scroll on to the next video, next video, next video. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, too much to take in. It was the same same thing. I forget what year, when uh, Vine got big very briefly. Mm. I don't remember what year that was even. That that seems like a flash in the pan. I yeah. Think, like looking back at it. Uh, but I remember it being huge at the time. But even then I was like, I just, like it, it starts and then it's over. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm looking yeah. for something a bit more and, and, and uh, so much substance. So much effort as well, just for those, you know, seven seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I couple, one of the questions I was going to ask you is what made you actually decide finally to be like, all right, I want to make a podcast. I want to get into this. I think, I think more of an outlet than, the money? A, than anything. Well, no, no, I, <laughs> everyone I makes bank on podcasts. I know, everyone. I <laughs> no, I don't think about, I think you're very lucky if you do get, get, get the money. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it's, I think it's more interesting to see who picks up on it in that kind of way. So, um, I'm a radio DJ here in uh, the UK as well. So nice. I think, you know, having an outlet that isn't controlled in that kind of a way, you know, just being independent and allowing your, mm-hmm. to share your own views and have your own ideas and topics. And because I guess, you know, it, it, in radio where you've got, you know, 30 seconds maybe between two songs to create your personality. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, with, with podcasts and, and uh, the, the idea of, my podcast was that I would just meet people online and just have chats with them and, and just to see where that, that, you know, ended up uh, and just find new stories as well. Just, just amazing to, to have that platform. Yeah. That's, so, that's my favorite thing is meeting all the new people. Like I said, yeah. we're, this is episode 149. We've probably had wow. maybe a hundred different guests, mm-hmm. just a number off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's so interesting, especially because it's given me opportunity to talk to people who I not not because of who they are, but it's like just the, the the area of expertise. I never would have talked to these people outside yep. of the podcast originally. Yep, that's it's true. like I don't I don't go online and talk to people about like like mental health and wellness and stuff like that. You know, I I don't know any actual uh, film production company owners in real life until I got in the mm. podcast. Yep. You know, it's and it's it's really and it's, nice. it almost gives you like a bit of a an excuse to talk to them. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it'd be weird just walking up to someone and saying, can we have a chat about this? But if you've got the podcast, it does give you that wee kind of uh, insight into it. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. And we've leveraged that before too. It's like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think, but I, can, I don't have a specific in mind, but like we've used like current events as a reason to get people on the show where it's like, this is relevant to like you, what your audience would be. Yeah. So like hypothetically, like with the, we had our like midterm elections here in the US mm-hmm. recently. Like I would get like someone politically affiliated on the show maybe. Yeah. And that would be like a good opportunity to be like, Hey, look, this is super relevant to you. This is a prime time uh, to have you on the show. Mm-hmm. Like stuff like that works really well for getting new people on. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, we try it's, and, it's so interesting. We, we try to distance ourselves a little bit from politics. Like I definitely talk about it on the show sometimes, Yeah, but I always try to make it a point too, where it's like, I don't want it to be a, a platform where anyone's ever uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. if I sit here and I I just hammer home my political opinions all the time, yeah, I'm gonna alienate a, a lot of people that would otherwise come on probably. Mm-hmm. Where it's like I don't agree with him on a lot of these things. I don't want to be on that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just, I mean, the the the, the conversations that you, you can end up having as well is just mm-hmm. um, like some you you maybe wouldn't have had them even in person, but because yeah. it's on a podcast, it's it's just mm-hmm. a different dimension. For sure. I, I feel like, too, the way we've been doing it, we have done a couple of video podcasts before, a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just usually for, like, the one-year anniversary, the 100-episode special, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably do that again for our three-year anniversary coming up. But th- I feel like having audio only adds, like, a layer of comfort for some people where they're yeah. not on camera. They can say whatever they want. But they don't, they're not worried about, like, oh, how am I going to look? Do I, am I going to look stupid on camera? Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't know. It's that slight layer of anonymity that makes them feel a little bit more comfortable than they might otherwise be. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to like you know 
rearrange your room to try and yeah that's what we were doing on zoom calls and all the rest but trying to get ourselves ready for all of that yeah i think we're we're done with with that mm. phase that was hilarious when we got when we first got like uh, into the lockdowns we we were on zoom calls for work as well yeah and you know i have an office here like at home and i have a professional setup from the podcast and making content and mm-hmm. a lot of people i work with are in like mid to upper 50 year old people who have no interest in this they have no knowledge of it yeah especially since i live in the middle of nowhere in the country and so it's a it was me and i forget how many at the time like seven other people maybe on on the this zoom call at the same time mm-hmm. and i have crisp hd <laughs> video i have a professional audio set quote unquote i'm doing air quotes professional audio setup i have uh studio lighting all set up mm-hmm. and then meanwhile you have other people there with their cameras all grainy you can't hear what they're saying they're yeah. trying to adjust their laptops so the the laptop cameras like has them in frame at all yeah while you're like from the top of their nose up. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was it, it was just hilarious because it it just i don't know it, it if i found it funny where it's like oh we are uh we're not the same in this regard yeah 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 <laughs> But in the same way, I think like it, it taught a lot of people how to use technology. Like people who never would have went near anything like that. Um, and you, you know, you're getting that that invite every week to go to the the pub quiz or whatever it was on Zoom, and, yeah. and everyone is using it. So I, I guess one of the good things, hopefully, to, to come out of it, that uh, a lot of people would have used it. But uh, yeah, it does get a bit tedious. Just uh, there's only so much you can take. Yeah, my work no. gave up on it. They they gave yeah. up trying to figure out how to use it. And I was like, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think it caused more problems. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think it would be, it, it was useful in the sense of like, you got to learn how to do this at some point because it's just the direction the world is heading in a lot of regards. Mm-hmm. Like, especially with my job, like my job, I work fully remotely anyway, for the most part. Mm-hmm. I still go into the office daily for like an hour or two every day. Yeah. But then the rest of the day, it's fully remote, which is kind of pointless going into the office and being honest. Yeah. But yeah the people I work with have no concept of how to, they could even possibly do that. Mm-hmm. And it blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm spending I, a lot I, of money. I guess I'm paying to have an office open. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of, it did, I guess, push us in, in that direction of that. It can be done. Like, like mm-hmm. I kind of imagine in my head, if the pandemic wasn't the thing, how long it would have taken to get to that point. Like, cause everything yeah. was just rushed through and we like, we have to do it from home and then that's it. Mm-hmm. And it was all done. So like it was, it was so easily set up, but you think like if it yeah. wasn't a thing, I mean, I don't know where we would be. It would be struggling. Yeah. It's, it is crazy where it's like, Oh, it turns out this wasn't that difficult to set up. Mm. We just had no conviction in actually yeah. trying this out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something I was pushing for since I started where I work now, like four and a half years ago. I was like, we could just set up instead of everyone calling each other every time they have a thing, yeah. we could just set up Slack or something mm-hmm. or like a similar messaging system for the office. Yeah. And they're like, we have no idea how to implement that. I'm like, yeah. okay. Because I would argue, you know, like I, I think if I was at home constantly, I think I would work a lot harder at home and a bit, a bit more comfortable at home than doing that. I guess, okay, th- yeah, there's people of that generation who need to be around each other need to have those you know chat around the coffee yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah but um I, I think that just sometimes they don't understand that some people will actually work better when they're remote yeah i mean that's exactly how i am like i especially if i'm on the phone a lot of the day working with clients 
I work better when I'm not around a bunch of other people who are also on the phone talking loudly. Yeah. And it just yeah. becomes a shouting match. Who can yell loudest on the phone to, yeah. to be able to hear the other person? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Meanwhile, I come home and it's like, oh, dead silent, yeah. minus the dog maybe walking in and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like whatever. It's, it's so much easier. And, and, and in a way, you could actually work for longer anyway because you're not having to travel into work. So in a way, you could yeah. use that time. But Oh, that, that saves me like if... On days when I don't go into the office, it saves me about three hours of driving time total yeah. for the day. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's, I don't yeah. Know, it, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely archaic in some aspects, but I, I feel like if I lived in a more uh, urban area, it'd be different for sure. Like I said, I'm surrounded by Amish people, so it the technology is not going to advance rapidly here by right. any means. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I guess on the, other, the on the flip side, then that is a good thing. <laughs> You know, being away from the technology. It, it is good in the sense that I'm not dealing with the hassle of being overwhelmed by it all the time. Like, if mm. I, I forget when it was last week, maybe or something. Like, they had, what was it for? They had advertising. They had a bunch of drones flying up in right around New York City in the night sky advertising yeah. something. I can't remember what it was for. And yeah. people were like, this is ridiculous. We can't even go outside and look up in the sky without getting advertised to. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that would annoy me to no end. Yeah, that's that's pushing that extra extra boundary. Yeah, yeah. So it is good being where I'm at in the sense that like if I want to, I can just turn everything off and not be bothered by it. But when I want to be in touch with a lot of it, it's a pain because I have to drive 20 minutes to get cell phone service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh. I was going to ask you, you work with, uh, with in the radio, what's your audio setup like? Do you have like uh, a big fancy setup? <laughs> well, at home, I guess over lockdown, I've kind of started to just get that that sorted. So um, mm. yeah, in the studio, it's kind of, um, most of the things are kind of hidden, so you don't get a, get around the settings and so on. Yeah. Uh, but at, at home, I, I did have the, I do have the, the Shure uh, SM7B, which I am nice, not a big right. fan of. You don't like it, or you do? No, I, I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, between that and the the Rode NT1A, like uh, it's just I'm so torn <laughs> between microphones. <laughs> and I guess uh, uh, no one will will hear that anyway. But it's just in, in my head. I just think it's so flat. It's, it's so flat sounding. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think just over time you just you just get it all together, and it's not it's not that hard. You know, if you just get the get the right equipment, and and you're you're good yeah. to go. I don't think I know quite enough about like audio work to be able to tell the difference between a lot of the microphones and what like to to me as like a layman essentially it's like at a certain point it's all just high quality microphones and it yeah you know what I mean yeah yeah but I, I think one of the big things that did save my life was the compressor so like mm-hmm. to cut out all the background noise so it only opens when you talk and cuts out all the background noise mm-hmm. Um, because I don't know if you can hear at the minute. I'm in kind of like a a summer house that's built out in the garden, um, and nice. it's lashing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's la- I can like, if I take my headphones off, all I can hear is rain. But because <laughs> after I speak, then the compressor kind of it, it closes like a yeah. gate, so it, you can't hear the rain. So just wee things like that, just wee wee tiny uh, you know additions, just makes it. I don't know if you can tell. I'm actually on a subway train right now. <laughs> that would be impressive the magic of technology yeah this good yeah <laughs> that was that was one of the things for me like during the pandemic like i already had like a 
a decent setup going into it and like working from home. And then I like while I was home, I was like, I've got all the time in the world. I'm going to focus on this a little bit more and, and get things set up. So now I got all my displays. You know, I still have the same microphone, but I got a new arm, got a new camera and everything. And uh, I, I think I'm one of those people where I'm never happy with how a setup is like, yeah, I, I feel like once every two or three months, I completely take everything apart on my desk, move it all around, rearrange the, the office entirely. I'm like, perfect. I'll never have to do this again. And then two yeah. months later, you know, <laughs> I'm exactly the same. I've got like a corner desk and at the, at the start mm. of the year I was facing the back wall. And now I'm facing the sidewall because I'm thinking, oh, there's so much more space here. Like, it's just a corner desk. It's exactly the same. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, yeah. it just feels a bit, a bit better. It just feels like I'm somewhere <laughs> new. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, moving lights around, tidying wires up. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nonstop. I don't think you're ever happy with your setup. No. No. Like, like even now, I'm like, ah, how can I adjust the microphone so it's yeah. a little bit less, you know, a little bit more out of the way even. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like and no matter what price of microphone you'll get, you'll always see something else. You'll always be scrolling, and I, I tend not to do that. Now I tend not to just, you know, I obviously see the ads come up and so on, but I just try yeah. not to click in. If if it sounds okay and sounds good at the minute, I'm going to stick with it. I'm definitely not that way. Like I, I'm so like stingy with money. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like it, it to an extent. Like mm. I had a, a Blue Yeti microphone before. Yeah. And then when we started this podcast, I told my co-host, I was like, all right. I'll, I'm going to get a new microphone. I'll just send you the, the Yeti. I gave him the mixer I used at the time, mm-hmm. gave him the microphone, the arm, everything. And I was like, I will, you know, I'm going to mail this to you. I'll walk you through the setup on camera. We'll get it all set up. And then I bought, you know, the setup I have now. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll spend the money on this, but I'm not the type of person to go and be like, Ooh, this is like a, a slight upgrade. I'll spend $300 on this. Like, that's, yeah. just, that's not how I am. I'm, yeah. I, I only spend money on something if it's like a huge upgrade to like the quality of life on whatever it is I'm focused on at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and to be honest, like I mean, talking microphones wise, like even even you know USB microphones now. I mean, they're they're so good. Mm-hmm. So I do see a lot of like quote unquote professional podcasters using Blue Yetis. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I used to have one of those. Apparently, yeah. that would have been good enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think as long as you're not using that, you know, ten pound microphone that's used for karaoke, then I think I think no one, no one in the real world is going to know. <laughs> yeah, just using one of the old uh, headsets for like Xbox 360, oh, which yeah. is all broken up. You can't yeah. hear the thing at all, <laughs> and they're like, "Well, I can't hear him, but I'm just assuming he's racist based on the sound of his microphone." Yeah, yeah. he's, he's and probably playing the, Call of Duty. <laughs> the, the whole room around you can hear everything around him as well, but of his voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you hear the next door neighbor making like a Jiffy Pop popcorn on the stovetop or yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't think, I think those are the only two microphones I've ever had. Other than like the cheap microphone I used to have before I got into like content creation. It was just the Blue Yeti and now the, the SM7B. Mm-hmm. I've contemplated getting a new one at one point, but again, I was like, it's not enough of an upgrade to warrant spending hundreds of dollars on it. Yeah. Considering yeah. that I'm not making that money back on the podcast generally. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have reverted back to the cheap option, to be honest. I'm, I'm using the road at the minute and I can, nice. I'm sitting kind of looking at the SM7B staring mm-hmm. me in the face. I think because you have to yeah, turn like, the volume so high, you have to turn the, you know, the gain so high up in the, in the yeah. shear. Um, and yeah, it just, just wasn't for me. Yeah. I have the, the cloud lifter for it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when I got it, I didn't realize I had to do that. And I was like, man, this is not working. 
at all. Oh, I spent <laughs> ages. And, and do you know what? Do you know one thing actually? And I spent literally an entire day in this. I had LED lights under the desk when I first got it. And I, yeah. USB and I had the USB plugged in and I plugged the microphone in and I, all I could hear was like static. I was like, <laughs> is it, I thought it was like picking up, you know, some kind of radio or like some kind of like yeah. walkie talkie. And I, for a whole day, I could not figure out. I was like turning lights off around the house and like taking other plugs out. And in the end, <laughs> I unplugged this one USB and the noise disappeared. I'm thinking, <laughs> how does that, how does that even happen? Like, yeah. just, oh, sound and lights, which are, like you need the lights but you need the sound and you can have both. It's just, you, there's no happy in between. Yeah. I, I'm the worst person to have te- technical difficulties because I'm just, there are times when I'd like, I pay super close attention. I'm able to really work out a problem by being like really analytical about it. And the other times where I'm sitting here, like, I just don't know why it's not picking up my voice. And then I look yeah. over and realize I haven't turned the mixer oh, on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> In fact, when I first put this, this microphone on, I didn't, I, there was a wee tiny button on which side to talk into. And I was talking yeah. into the back of the microphone, like, not going. <laughs> and I was like, oh, why does this sound so weird? Obviously, yeah. I'm not talking into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really fresh. I've had that happen when I've been streaming before too, where like mm-hmm. I'll mute my microphone to like deal with whatever it is off camera or whatever. I'll mm-hmm. come back and I will... I'll come back and be like, all right, let's do this. And I'll hop back in. And it'll be like, whatever it is I'm playing or whatever is, I'm very much invested in it. And I'll glance at the chat. I'll be like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll check your message in just a second. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, all done. 20 minutes later. Oh, I'm muted. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted that 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Happened all the time. And that's, that's the one thing about Zoom calls I hated as well. When everyone was joining, like half of them, you couldn't hear what they were saying. It took like 10 yeah. minutes to get everyone sorted, to get everyone to hear themselves. And oh. Yeah. That's the best part about being the host of those calls. If their audio is terrible, I can just mute them easily. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was always nice. So nice when it's like I'm sitting there and they have their fan blowing directly into the computer. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to let you talk in a minute. Yeah. I'm and they're not, for now. <laughs> they're not using headphones. The speaker is blurring into the microphone and then hearing yep. himself on repeat. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was, oh, another thing I want to ask you. What, uh, obviously your, your podcast is about just, meeting random people essentially right and mm. talking about it, you're stumbling across people hence the name. yeah yeah is there anything in particular you're hoping to get from the podcast as far as like uh like an experience wise like oh I, it'd be really interesting to talk to somebody from this background or you know whatever um good question I, I, there's not one in particular that i okay. have in my head but i mean certainly i've i have got a few episodes kind of recorded in the bank already and there was a guy mm-hmm. from it's, it's it's people who you don't expect to meet like this one guy who worked for netflix and nice. uh, but he tells me this at the end of the podcast and so I, all <laughs> the way through the podcast i had no idea that that's who he was yeah. um then there's another guy who um he, he said he was well he kind of grew up in the army camp and he just lived all of his life inside an army camp and now he's like a researcher for uh, genealogy and, you know, sorting out people's family trees and so on. And it's just, and, and these are just people who I've met literally just on Reddit. I just went on to one of the podcast forums and said, right, who's available? Who wants to come on? So yeah. I think the whole thing of having no preparation, because I think you can prepare too much. So, you know, having no preparation, not knowing anything about them, inviting them on. And say, then, and there was an, see, this is the thing about Reddit, because you do get the, the weirdos. I mean, not to offend people on Reddit, but there's a lot of weirdos out there. Mm. Um, and it's just those types of, of of characters, I think. You know, just, yeah. just kind of... Because I guess 
you know, if you see someone online and they're commenting all these weird stuff and you're thinking, I'm just going to stay away from them. They're just a little weird. But <laughs> I, I kind of want to speak to them. I kind of want to, you know, get their story. We've had people on where it's been like that, where it's I going into it, I'm like, this is going to be a treat. Yeah. I'm going to be polite. I'm going to be respectful. Uh-huh. But it's it's going to be really interesting to see what type of person this person is mm-hmm. in an actual lengthy conversation as opposed to these one-off, absolutely bizarre Reddit posts. Yeah. And uh, more uh, often than not, it's been fantastic. Because it's like, oh, well, now that you can expand upon your point, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. It's still crazy, but I can appreciate yeah. your point of view. Because <laughs> some people just can't write comments. Like they can't, they don't write the way they mean comment. Like, you know, the way they mean. Yeah, sometimes that. they're bad at getting their point across. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it comes across as completely different than what they're actually trying to convey. Mm-hmm. And you get a completely different meaning from it. Yeah. So I, yeah. I think, I, I guess... um almost like a Louis through kind of, you know, mm-hmm. look on that where you just go and speak to these random people and just see what mm-hmm. stories there is, is hiding there. There's a, uh, one of my episodes includes a professional cuddler, which I didn't even know existed. Yeah. To be honest. So you got to get the, if you're inter- interested in that type of thing, you should find that woman that, uh, pay, that pays people to like take a bath in her milk. <laughs> <laughs> That to me, the the poster for that with the photos is the most disturbing part. Yeah, but I imagine the story behind it is fascinating. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and also to try and meet the people who actually do it. You know, meet the people. Who yeah, do it. that too. Like, yeah. yeah, what's I wonder who's the more outcast individual in those scenarios? The one looking mm. for people to take a bath in their their breast milk, or yeah. the person like, yes. Yeah. Who actually puts I, that search in? That is what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Strange. In yeah. fact, I've been waiting for this for quite some time. I'm glad you've posted this. Yeah. I often wonder when, when those people leave, do they regret it? Like, do they get home and think, "Ah, oh, I've just spent so and so money on that." I like. Or to do think, they? Do they? Do they just like, want more? I hope they get home and think, "I should probably clean off." I've yeah, been yeah. in milk for a while. <laughs> they just sleep like that. They just. Uh. Like whatever you're into is fine, but I don't like the uncleanliness of it. Or any, it's like I feel like it'd be sticky and it'd be it'd smell pretty also, quickly afterwards. Also, how long would it have taken her to get that bath full of milk? Does she reuse it? Like she would have to. You have to think so, right? Because it's just <laughs> it's a bathtub full. That's not something it's like give me a few hours. Yeah. Like yeah. so. So really, you're, you're bathing in other people. Uh, with the milk as well worse. i didn't think oh, of this before yeah, you've brought yeah. up a sick twisted story <laughs> i think that's probably where covid came from <laughs> it's true yeah. it's like your honor it was not a bat i was <laughs> taking a bath in a woman's breast milk so it's not as weird as people think yeah. and <laughs> the no water bad. was black yeah Still, yeah oh. it was dirt it was pure dirt I thought it was weird when it looked like chocolate milk, but I, you know, <laughs> tossed aside my transgressions about it and dove right in. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, Ugh. but yeah, that's just that whole world. Like, even, even, just, even, just go to someone, you know, and to pay them to cuddle you for an hour. Like, I just, I think I would just feel so awkward. I can see it being the case. I, in my mind, I see it. Uh, obviously, that's their job. The way you explained it. Obviously, mm-hmm. I haven't talked to this person, but yeah. I can see that being similar to like prostitutes. Where people hire them and they just want to sit down and like cut up with them and talk to them. Yeah. They just, they long for like human interaction or like yeah, affection like, in general. Yeah. Like no con- no contact just to be with someone. Yeah. 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 
I can see that being a very similar vein of like clientele, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I, I think if it's your job to cuddle with people like that, at least then, you know, you're going into it thinking like, oh, okay, at least, you know, it's like, okay, it's just people that want to cuddle. But yeah. like for the, the, the sex workers that get that, it's like, oh, I went, like, I went into this thinking that, you know, it was going to be sex. Instead, it's mm-hmm. somebody who's like a social outcast just looking for affection. Yeah. Might be a little bit more off-putting than the person whose job is specifically cuddling. Yeah, yeah. Like you're having to go out and have all these dinners and drinks and you think, I don't, yeah. I don't want to spend all this time with this one person. Let's <laughs> get it over and done with. Oh, man. I don't know. It's, it is interesting to think about like all these weird jobs that you wouldn't otherwise have considered. Mm-hmm. It's like the clean version of Dirty Jobs. I don't know if they had that show in the UK with Mike Rowe. No, I don't think I've heard of that. He he goes around and he's like, yeah, it's like it's like thirty jobs with Mike Rowe. And he goes around, and he's like, he'll every episode is him. I think it's just one job per episode, if I remember correctly. It's been years since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. But it's him going around like, you know, with crab fishermen. Then he goes and works with people who do like sewage treatment or, you know, like dealing with like uh cleaning up like waste and things like that. Like yeah. dirty jobs, hence the name. But it's like jobs you would mm-hmm. never ex- you know, really think about. Yeah, that the people doing them, it's like it's a miserable, exhausting job, but yeah. somebody has to do it to yeah. keep everyday functions going in society. Yeah, it's like the, the like the one day you wake up and you kind of think, I'm going to apply for that job. I, I'm going to apply to to get down into the drains and to clean someone's drain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would love uh, to scrub down a sewer drain. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I don't but think yeah, you ever I, get that. Sm- it's like people who work in like um uh, like chip shops and like, mm-hmm. uh, like you know, takeaways and like, I, you, I don't think you'd ever get rid of that smell. No, I remember I've said it on the podcast. People are gonna roast me again for this. I every time I bring this up, I get messages like again. I bring it up every other episode. When I I worked at a, a restaurant as a dishwasher when I was in high school, uh-huh. and you just smell every night when you go home. Yeah, like I'm I'm just sitting there spraying down the dishes and whatever, running yeah. through the washer, and it the mist coming off of the dishes and stuff just like mm. sticks to you in your clothes. Yeah. So I go home and I get a shower and it's like, all right, now I need to hop back in the shower. Cause I still <laughs> need to clean up again. Yeah. It's awful. And, and you can't pinpoint the smell. Yeah. It's just a vague food yeah. smell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I used to do yeah. pizza delivery and every time going home, I would like hoover the car from, you know, crumbs, or whatever else mess that was left from the, the mm-hmm. pizza boxes, but you could never get rid of the smell. Every time you get into the car, you just smelt yeah. But it wasn't like a nice pizza smell. It was just a smell that you couldn't pinpoint. And it was just like a fatty smell. It's just, mm. it's just, oh. Yeah, I worked at a Mexican restaurant. So there was all sorts of different like salsas and salty chips and, you know, mm. beans and stuff like that. It was a real hodgepodge of, <laughs> of horrible things. <laughs> but yeah, it, I just remember that I, I would take my clothes off, get in the shower, and I'd put those clothes in a bag. And I had, I had t- uh, three outfits that I'd rotate through every week and I'd wash them separate from my clothes that I wore like outside of work. Yeah. And that I'd wear to like school. So I was like, I like, I don't want to wash these with my other clothes. I'm worried it's going to contaminate everything else. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. No, that's, I mean, I, I, I would take my hat off to people who work in there's like, it's, it's one thing delivering mm-hmm. pizza, one thing working that, but to see it to be down the stairs and to have that every day, I, I just, I certainly wouldn't have the stomach for it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, because I think there is a difference between like, like construction, for example, you're getting dirty, but it's just dust 
yeah. and you know like sweat or whatever yeah you wash it out and it's fine yeah but like when you're working around food it just sticks to you and it gets mm-hmm. it, like it because it's food it has a scent to it and it's just spoiled food on your clothes yep yeah uh, it just reeks so much worse yeah i don't know it's uh i i'm i i don't feel bad about working a better job now no, no. <laughs> there yeah the, there's the highs and lows <laughs> yeah yeah it's like oh man i have to work more than 40 hours a week well at least i don't reek yeah yeah <laughs> at least i can you know go to bed knowing uh i my entire house doesn't smell because yeah. i'm covered in in <laughs> disgusting like tortilla chips and salsa stench mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's uh, true <laughs> i respect people that that do that on a daily basis yeah rough job oh man uh, i was gonna say uh what are your goals for your your podcast do you have like a like an outline like a plan that you you're hoping to like grow it in a specific way and like would you have a specific plan for it or anything um i'm not really sure but a, a plan is such um it's it's hard to kind of put a plan on it i i think i, I was just seeing it just to kind of put the feelers out there and see See how many people pick up on it to start off with, and you know, because it's always it's always hard to know. Like you, you have this idea in your head, and you kind of think, is it going to be the way it is in my head? You know, other okay. people are going to hear it like that. Um, and but I think it's just it's just about getting all those different stories and having them mm-hmm. down on paper as such, and and just to see what I can make of it. You know, I think I think I'm more interested in the actual producing of it. You know, once I have it all down there, what what can I do with it? You know, what what mm-hmm. can I actually make from it? So um, I, I'm almost treating it like a like a bit of a documentary series in a way. Interesting. Where each one will follow a, like a, a little bit of a story. But then again, uh, you don't know. You, you sit down and you press record with someone and you don't know what's going to happen. So yeah. <laughs> um, it's one of those things. Yeah. But, um, it is entertaining getting a guest on where they completely like subvert your expectations where you think it's going to go one way and it's like, oh, this has gone off the rails very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I, we had, yeah. had an episode. It was probably a year ago, a little bit longer. It was well, it's 2022 now. I keep, time flies. Yeah. So two years ago, during during COVID, when we were locked down, we had a guest on who went on this huge tangent about mm-hmm. like the government like killing people and you know using the vaccines to like they were going to make the vaccine to like inject people and mind control and stuff. Like that. And we're like, okay. And he he went on this huge rant, and we never released the episode. I was like, I I can't put this out in good conscience. Like this is. That's that's the thing I'm always afraid of. Like, if there is someone who comes on, and then I'm thinking, like, what happens when I when I, when they realize that I haven't published their episode? Like, I think I'm I'm thinking I'm, I'm overthinking audio it. issues. Yeah, and the, the episode good excuse. Yeah, I was like, we'll reschedule for another time. Yeah, and they never responded. I was like, okay, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like I said, like I I'm all for letting people get their like opinions out and whatnot. But I was like, this person is just going on like a racist like tirade about like you know all sorts like ah i I don't want to repeat what they said but like they they're being racist about it and just spewing all this misinformation i was like good grief like this is horrific as then like if it was real life you just you put the phone down you wouldn't yeah (laughs) you wouldn't bother yeah i'd be like you're breaking up yeah 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 (laughs) i guess that's one of the things about like if you are remotely recording there are, there are those kind of excuses. Just 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 silently X out of the chat and let them talk away. Yeah, just close the, just close yeah. the window. It's like yeah. oh, just 
<laughs> my internet dropped out. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. As I message you in the online chat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, it is interesting. Like it, luckily it was just the one time we've had other people on where it's like gone off the rails a little bit, but not in a way where it was like upsetting or anything. It was just like, Oh, okay. This isn't what I expected. You're kind of going on a ramp, but it's entertaining. And it's, you know, it's just whatever. It's just joking. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. But it's like when it's like a, conspiracy theory rabbit like a like a rabbit hole and you're just like oh Mm -hmm. this is taking a turn for the worse yeah and you think you just think of the editing job that's ahead of you you just think i just sit there and i look up at the timer on the screen i'm like all right five more minutes yeah yeah (laughs) it's gonna be a shorter we're going for 45 minutes today yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's that that episode was before we used zencaster as well Mm mm-hmm so they didn't have like on Zencaster here where we uh they can download their track for themselves and everything like that. Yeah. But there was no trail for them to see, oh, my track was fine on my end. What happened? Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oof. But yeah, we've had we've had guests somewhere they they were enthusiastic in the chats leading up to it. And then when we got them on the show, they got like stage fright, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm, where it's mm-hmm. like I'm like tell me a little bit about this or that and they're like uh you know I'm like trying to I I wasn't good enough at the time I feel like I've gotten better now at you know making people feel comfortable and really drawing information out of them mm-hmm. as opposed to just putting them on the spot yeah harshly and being like tell me about this you know and uh, I've had people we had people on before where I was like tell me about your you know what your project is yeah and you know they just got put on the spot and they didn't know how to, to answer perfectly at the time and they got nervous. Yeah, I mean, because it, it is definitely a skill. Like, I think mm-hmm. the way you're saying, saying that, you know, kind of everyone almost had a podcast, like, a lot of them weren't very good, if I'm completely honest, because, like, when you are having a guest on, like, there are certain things that you have to, some people just invite a guest on, sit back and just think that the guest will just, you know, be a part of the episode and, and we'll, we'll take it from there. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I know a guy who who works in n- not kind of commercial radio. We have like community radio and commercial radio. So community is like where you would start off and where you wouldn't get paid, but you would just do it, you know, as in to get your get your food in the door as such. Um, and I remember this one guy who the, the only thing I always remember, no matter who he had coming into the studio, so whether it was like a musician, whether it was someone who was coming in to promote an event or something like that, just all he could say to them was, uh, well, what's happening? Like, you know, as in like, so tell me about you and, or tell me about you. So then we'll, we'll speak after this song, song would play, they would come back. So tell me what's happening then. Like he, he, he couldn't go anywhere. He didn't have any questions in his head. He, he just wasn't able to, to draw answers out of people. And it's just, yeah, it's moments like that. You just, you feel, I, I guess you feel sorry for them in a way, but um, yeah, it's, it's, you, you either have that or you don't. Yeah. It, it is interesting because I know. A lot of people start podcasts and then quickly realize, oh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. They don't have the yeah. commitment to it. Mm. I think I remember like 7% of all weekly podcasts go past three episodes. The rest yeah. don't make it. And wow. then I feel like over half of podcasts only get like 10 episodes total, even if they aren't released weekly. Mm-hmm. So like there's a lot of them where they start off and it's like, I don't have time for this or they get uninterested or whatever. And yeah. it falls off very quickly. It is very time consuming. Like, mm-hmm. like... Um, I, I, I at the at the start so in my first week, 
I kind of tried to be ahead of it because obviously, you know, Christmas coming up and, you know, December is yeah. quite busy and so it's on. So right now, yeah. I, I kind of just like thought that, um, like, I'll say that again. I'll say that again because I, I totally forgot the date. Um, so, but by, when I was getting to like the thinking of December, I was thinking in my head, I need to kind of get these, get these episodes in the bag. And, and then when you think the amount of work that's actually involved in that, like, that's the bit that people don't see. That's the, that's the people who just start the podcast and think I'll press record and I'll upload it the next day. Like it just doesn't work like that. Yeah. Like it's it's. I mean, I'm sitting at the minute with um, with the, I think there's at least three episodes just sitting there and they're kind of eating eating away at me because I'm thinking they need edited. Like I need edited. I need edited. Every time I open my computer, they're there, and I'm thinking <laughs> I have to get around to that. But I'll do I, it I think the day it releases, it's fine. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's like when you, it's like it just reminds me of being back in school and having deadlines, you know, like, oh, you have to finish mm-hmm. that. And I, and I would be the person who would be the night before, um, or b- particularly when I was at yeah, university, I remember my first ever essay that I had to complete. And I signed mm-hmm. into my online account, and this was about, uh, say, 10, half 10 in the morning. And then I realized the deadline for this essay was midday, 12 o'clock. And I had like two hours to write this essay. I'm thinking, why am I always like this? But um, but I think that's what I enjoy. I enjoy like the, the, the editing and I enjoy the producing. So I guess that's that's half the battle. But yeah, um, yeah it's, it is. It's it's hard work. But not that we kind of, I'm not going to sit here and think, oh yeah, podcasting is easy. <laughs> like there is work to it. <laughs> yeah. I Going back to what you're saying about like procrastinating to last minute. I was the exact same way when I was in school, but I feel like I performed better under pressure in that regards. In a lot of times yeah. Yeah. where it's like, all right, I'm zoned in on this entirely because I need to get it done. Yeah. Whereas if I'm, if I have all the time in the world to do something, to do something like that, I'll like, look at it. I'll give it half my attention while doing something else because I have plenty of time to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not giving it the attention it deserves as opposed to, I need to get this done in 30 minutes. Let's do this. And I'm yeah. giving it my 110%. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're doing if you're doing wee bits every single day, like mm-hmm. you're not going to put one hundred percent into those wee bits, and then when they all come together, you're just yeah, it's just, um, even when like you know revising for exams, I could I could never revise like weeks and months ahead of that because then by the time I, you sat down, you would forget it anyway. So I always was that person who the teacher said that you shouldn't cram stuff in, but I think that's the only way it could could get into my head, you know, to by cramming yeah. it in in, the, in the, the the previous few days. Yeah, and going back to what you said about recording episodes in advance, too, we've done that two or three times now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been like over the course of a week, we'll record four or five episodes maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then like over the course of that month, we'll have recorded like 12 to 13 episodes. Yeah. So we've got like two or three months in advance all done. Mm-hmm. That is one of the times where I will actually sit down, edit all of them at once, like relatively speaking. And uh, that way I don't have to focus on recording and editing at a later time. It's like, all right, those are done. I'm scattered out to here. I mark it on my whiteboard calendar off to the side. Like, this is how far out we are. Yeah. And then like a month and a half later, I'm like, all right, where are we at? Oh, yeah. we should be recording episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, especially um, the holidays coming up here. Now is when we're like trying to schedule as much as we can in advance to yeah. get things done. And again, it just takes, it does take a certain type of person, takes the type of organization skills to, to mm-hmm. do that. Like you think, you think you're being really smart and recording all these things, you know, up front. And then you kind of think, yeah. hang on, there's a lot more work in actually getting them finished and getting them scheduled. And, and, uh, but yeah, I, I guess each to their own, but. Yeah. 
and that's that's what sucks like i mentioned briefly before the podcast i was on the phone with the hospital and i mentioned this on the the podcast that came out today actually on the, the 16th mm-hmm. and uh you know like i'm generally a very well organized person i keep everything extremely well, too much so in some mm-hmm. aspects where it's like i'm ocd about it where it's like all right here's my blu-ray collection they're alphabetized <laughs> all of my books alphabetized by author and then organized by genre it's like absurd like it's too much and i realize it but that's yeah. just how i am mm-hmm. and that's how i'm with like the podcast and stuff like that we're getting it organized but then like it's very easy for it to come off the rails when i'm mm-hmm. like like right now with like family members in the hospital where it's like my attention is you know been moved to that as opposed to yeah. focusing on our content and it really causes things to go haywire very quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, it's frustrating. But I've made it a point where it's been 149 weeks straight and we've released a podcast on time every week. So I'm still very happy about that. There should be kind of, yeah, there should be a kind of plaque on the wall for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of that. Like I said, what, uh, 150, 156 will be three years. So wow. we're seven weeks away. I don't know what day that is, but. Sometime in January, I guess. But let's hope not to kind of, uh, you know, put the scud on it that, it, <laughs> that mm-hmm. these seven weeks are going to be the worst. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the thing too. Like I'm, I'm trying to schedule all these in advance around the holidays and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, but I want to make sure the three-year anniversary one is not necessarily better than the rest of them, but I want it to have like some sort of you know showiness to it because it's three years. Yeah, yeah. Very, I love the anniversary episodes; they're important to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think our, our listeners that's, 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 shit. That's, that's, <laughs> like, <laughs> I know for episode 100, they're like, what, it, what are you doing? Like, just because it's, it's like, we went off the rails in the sense that it was like, we did the video podcast and they're just like, what are you guys talking about? Are you drunk? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, you think like the, the amount of hours that you've been talking, that's a lot of audio and a lot of time you've been talking throughout those three years. It's probably close to 300 hours wow I, i'm not sure i'd yeah. have to go back and listen to it because a lot of them were at the beginning were a bit shorter uh but then we've also done a number of like two hour long episodes and we had i think mm-hmm. the one might have been three hours it was close to it if not a little bit more yeah i wonder, but, what, the, I wonder what the longest podcast has ever been i don't know i i actually saw something about that earlier today but i didn't finish reading through the the thing on it yeah there must be like a, there has to be like a world record. Uh, the Netherlands breaks record for longest audio only live stream. Does that really count? I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess it's 153 yeah. hours without any breaks. 153 hours. Uh, without Mike any Muscle, breaks. Co-founder of the UK podcasters community and new media Europe conference hosted a 36 hour nonstop podcast. Uh, I like how would you eat? How would you drink? How would you go to the toilet? How would you? I feel like I it bothers me when I see records like this where it's like, oh, the longest consecutive like live stream or whatever, and it's like, it's literally them live streaming, but they're like asleep in the background. Yeah, they yeah. get up and like they just leave the camera on while they're off doing whatever. It's like, does this really count? Yeah, they're not even there's, here anymore. There's, there's <laughs> people, there's people on TikTok who do that, and that's because I mean I wouldn't be a massive TikTok user, but I would scroll through now and again and when you get the the live section you see some live videos there's people who are in their beds they're asleep but there's um let me get this right i think they have like some kind of smart speaker beside them 
and I'm not sure how they do it, but the 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 people who are on the live feed then can make the smart speaker do things, and yeah. you know, like play certain songs or or make some kind of alert or set an alarm or something. And this person just allows that to happen. Like their live stream is just them sleeping, and yeah. and the users creating havoc. Like it's just. Yeah, it it is super interesting watching what some of these people are able to do with their live stream. Like watching them, uh, you can use the chat to like play. The, like the chat can literally choose the controls for the video game or whatever. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, this is what I was thinking of before the like lo-fi hip hop like music on YouTube that yeah. they streamed for twenty one thousand hours, uh, and it got taken down because people were spamming like a. Uh, copyright claims on it as like a mm-hmm. joke just to get it taken down yeah yeah obviously that's not a I, podcast but thing about people people live streaming and people are sending swat teams in oh yeah that's been going on for a while i feel like it's calmed down a little bit lately i i've, I've just seen yeah, a few so of them horrific. in the past couple of days like reappeared and i'm thinking like what are people thinking these days like oh it's horrible yeah people get killed by that yes yeah, it's, yeah. it's horrific yeah, because they, they think it's funny. Like, oh, let's watch this person have a SWAT team burst in and potentially shoot them. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, I, I don't know these people personally, but there's people I know of, I guess is how I would word it, uh-huh. where it's like they their background is like in firearms and stuff like that. You know, their YouTube channels are firearms and they have SWAT teams rolling in and they just see guns around. It's like, uh-huh. oh, now the SWAT team is super on edge. Now they're like, okay, what if this person has a gun on yeah. them in one of the rooms? It's like, this is extremely dangerous, not just for the people being swatted, but the SWAT team themselves. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's a super tense situation. Yeah. It's insane. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty terrible. That and not quite the same thing, but the people calling police and just make like lying. It's like a false police report because yeah. they don't like the person or whatever it is they're doing, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, you, you got to stop abusing people that have guns. And having mm-hmm. them come to defuse the situation yeah. and take yeah. care of everybody, rather. Yeah, exactly. This, yeah. Is, yeah. this isn't safe. It's crazy. I don't know. We don't get a lot of that around here. Like I said, it's mostly Amish people. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do? Yeah, his horse was neighing a bit too loud. Yeah, yeah. There for it. <laughs> yeah, the, the police around here don't care at all. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll be out walking my dog at like 1 a.m. And I'll... This is... I've seen this happen like two or three times where like I'll, I walk my dog down past like the town park yeah, and uh, I'll see people in the park. It's very clearly a drug deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll, I'll watch the police cruiser go by in his like SUV or whatever. And uh, I, I like wave to him and I'm like, Hey, and you know, I like gesture over towards like the, the people in the, the parking lot. Yeah. And he looks over and he waves back at me and drives off. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. I see yeah. how it is. Yeah. yeah. But I, even then, I'm like, I don't care. It's like they're not affecting anyone negatively, I guess. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Whatever. But at the same time, I'd, I'd kind of like the police to at least do their jobs, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little worrisome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, the, especially with the swatting, man, that's that is brutal. People have died from that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then you have the other end of it, where it's like police going in with warrants to like the wrong houses. Mm-hmm. And hurting people and shooting people and it's like oh this isn't even the right house and this person's dead because you didn't do your job properly yeah yeah what do you like i don't insane. know insane. i take solace in the fact that i'm nowhere near famous enough to get swatted <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. I think when you when you're saying there about like the the Amish community, like I think that is one of the one of the one of the lifestyles I think I would like to live. You know, knowing what we know currently and what we're kind of living is, through. Can I ask you this before you go any further about the Amish? What is yeah. your perception, being from the UK, about the Amish in the US? I'm curious well, about like what information you're provided on it, or how they're like explained. From well, from what I know, and and, and from I'm just kind of speaking from a few documentaries that I've kind of watched about them. Basically, they have the mafia that riveting. Yeah, that, <laughs> but that well, it's all it's all about kind of having no contact to the the technological world, and mm-hmm. um, there's one documentary where this guy then from the UK he went out there. And he was like quizzing them and like they didn't know anything like, you know, they didn't know James Bond. They didn't know, mm. you know, what was in the charts. They don't know music. They uh, they obviously sense. don't buy anything from shops. They just grow their own food. Um, just having that kind of isolated life, but yeah. but 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 not knowing that it's isolated because you, you don't know any different. Mm-hmm. It is interesting, the misconceptions about that. You're definitely right. There are definitely groups of Amish people that are like that. Uh-huh. There are also Amish people that have like iPhones. That go to the right. store. Uh, right. They don't drive cars. I mean, right. there's a separate group of people called Mennonites that are a bit more technologically leaning, where they have like cars. Yeah. You know, they they do use technology to an extent. They don't have like, they're not riding around in Teslas and stuff. But yeah, yeah, they they are a bit more in tune with it. But like, there are Amish people where it's like, oh, they have their iPhones. They're just not allowed to use it at home. Yeah, like, would that they, be would that be kind of frowned upon? Yeah. Like, yeah. would it be frowned upon that they have it or are using it at home? No, like, uh, is is this like one certain community or is this like kind of older generations of that? Oh, and then the younger that. generations are coming through and they're using no, it. Like, you'll see like the older, not I'm when I say older, I mean like 30s to 40s in, yeah. in references. The oldest generations, I would say, frown upon this for sure, based right. in my personal experience. But like 30s to 40s and younger. They have iPhones and like tech, they use the technology, but they just don't use it at home. Like they have to, like they'll, you'll see them. Uh, a lot of them, if they need to go somewhere a little bit further away, they'll they'll get people to come pick them up and they'll charge their phone in the car while they're riding along. Yeah, yeah. Because they're not allowed to do that at home. Right. Um, and then they'll be on the, like they have Facebook accounts and stuff. You know, they're whatever you can think of within reason. But obviously, uh, no kind of TVs or they don't have TV now. Nah. Yeah. Um, but. One of the things too is like, again, this isn't me talking about just Amish people where like in Pennsylvania where I live in like Lancaster County. Yeah. I've experienced here. I've had family live in Ohio around another large Amish community and in Kentucky also around a large Amish community. So it's not relegated mm-hmm. to just one specific area. Yeah. I have three larger settlements that uh, I've had experience with and they're all very similar mm-hmm. in this aspect. So like, I feel like I've got at least some experience with it. But one of the things we re- we were told about by some of them because they would come in like when my parents lived in Ohio, yeah. uh, they, an Amish guy would come and like do like handiwork fixing like their their microwave, like their refrigerator, stuff like that. Yeah. And he would tell us like, oh, yeah, you know, we have a rule where if you need to move and you move into a house that's like got like TVs and like electricity and stuff, uh-huh. you have a year and a half to renovate it. So it's like, quote unquote, Amish friendly. I forget how he explained it, but that's right. the way I'll explain it. Like, so you have to remove all the technology from it. Yeah. But yeah. what some of these people will do is they'll move into the house and then after a year and a half, they'll move again into another new house. So they have all these modern amenities, but they're still technically complying with the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sort, sort of, of funny. 
it's like what's what's the point of doing this yeah yeah <laughs> like they've learned all the, sco- the, the skills how to yeah you know, wire things up and take them out and <laughs> yeah i'm like wh- why why are you still like keeping up this facade of like oh i'm full full in yeah. on my you know i'm a heritage it's like you, you know you enjoy it so much you don't have to do this yeah like i, I guess part of it is just they don't want to be ostracized ostracized from the community aspect of it is my understanding i think there's a certain bit of that that i, that I would enjoy though like just I, I don't mind you i don't know you know if i could do it for life but certainly mm-hmm. you know if if you had a month away from everything you probably would re- realize how everything is you know like, mm-hmm. you know, being on the outside looking looking in and yeah. just having to just do things <laughs> as if technology I imagine that's pretty disgusting from their point of view like watching people like walk around just staring at their phones all day it's like what is yeah. wrong is there yeah mindless drones like yeah like looking at robots yeah yeah i do that from time to time where i take breaks from social media as best i can considering we do a podcast every week yeah um but like we when i you know i've driven out from where i live here in pennsylvania I've dr- we drove out all the way to utah and, and around the west coast a little bit almost mm-hmm. almost all the way out to the west coast we didn't quite make it um but like that was like a week and a half with, I didn't have my phone on essentially. Wow. I was trying to conserve it. Cause we were just, we drove out and we we're just camping in a tent. Yeah. So I didn't want to drain the battery. I just kept it with me in case of an emergency. So I wasn't using it or anything. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, that's it was nice to just like decompress and not have to stay up on the latest trending topics on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. honestly, I think I've done about a day and that, that, that day was only because you know, when you leave your phone at home and you just, you just yeah. it is the, it is the FOMO. It's, it's just the, the, mm. the fear of, of something happening. And it's just, it's, it's incredible when you I went all in. Grasp it. I, I had no phone. I did have my camera cause I like my dad and I are both really into photography and I like yeah. video a lot, but I don't really consider that being like all in on the technology and like the social media. It's like, I'm just taking pictures and videos. Yeah. You're not connected. Not to the, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just taking them. Yeah. But I did that. Uh, I didn't shower for the entire time cause we we're in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> so i just remember like the last day before we came home we we went to a hotel it's like let's get cleaned up for the ride home and i remember the shower floor i had to go in and wipe down the bottom of the shower because all the sand wouldn't go down the drain <laughs> it was so gross yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just, it just sleeping it, on the floor in the like, desert for a week what's it like just being in the desert like nothing around you like just standing there and just I guess here in nothing just it's weirdly constricting in the way what i mean by that is like we went to the moab desert which is in utah uh Uh, moab utah uh you can probably guess where the name comes from (laughs) and uh they it's very well protected in the sense like you have to stick to the paths there there's specific camping areas you can go to Uh um but like they have i gosh i can't remember what it's what it's called I i won't look it up right now but like there's like uh, like the plants and stuff that grow on the desert floor are protected. So you can't just walk around because you'll kill them. Right. And so, it, you know, it it's like, uh, uh, how, do, how do I explain it? Imagine you have like a big open world video game, mm-hmm. but you're only allowed to walk on like a grid shaped pathway while lo- right. you can look out over everything else, but you're not allowed to go there. Mm. And it's 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 really interesting. Yeah. Uh, it was super nice. It was super fun. But I was like, oh, I can't just like wander off into the desert like I was expecting to. Yeah. Um, there were, there definitely were some areas where you could sort of do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was nowhere I could just go and be like, oh, I'm just going to wander off in this direction and just kind of meander about. Like I, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Which was 
surprising if I'm being honest. Like I didn't expect it to be so, you know, stick to the pathways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there were times where I was like, I really don't want to get off the path. We're walking through like this. Uh, we're in, I think it was Canyonlands National Park. I think we we're still technically in the park. And we're going through this this field where like there's these bushes on like it's a big field with you know it's overgrown but there's a couple paths going through it, yeah. and on and it's like these these plants that are three feet tall maybe lining either side of the path, and we're walking down the path and uh, either side, I'll say it's maybe like I don't know, two hundred meters long, right? Mm-hmm. And either side of the path there's just these little holes in the ground the entire way. And I'm like, this is weird. Like, why? Like, it, it, I'm like, why are there all these holes? And I stop and I'm like, look in the hole. And inside all these holes along the edge of the, the track on the, the trail are just spiders oh. filling all these holes up. And I was like, this is horrific. We need to get a move on. I don't like this. I was like, no. I shouldn't have looked. Yeah. I shouldn't have been paying. It was horrible. These yeah. big, giant, oh, oh, no, giant, no, hairy no. spiders. It was. That's terrifying like, that's like a start of a movie or something though oh I was, I was so creeped out i hate yeah. spiders i was like this is terrible mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i was like oh, i don't like this anymore and like going into it like going out in the desert i was like i want to make it a point to see as many like of these natural creatures as i can yeah. like other than spiders yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like i i wanted to see like snakes i wanted to see like the lizards the jackrabbits mm-hmm. we had like a every morning we'd wake up and there's this little fox that would run through our campsite like a foot away from me it wasn't scared <laughs> at all it wouldn't let me pet it or anything yeah, i couldn't yeah. feed it and I, I wouldn't want to feed it obviously mm-hmm. but it would come right through and it wasn't like scared it just didn't want to be right up next to me yeah and i was like oh that's cool uh i wanted to see a scorpion but i didn't get the opportunity we just never ended up seeing one mm-hmm. but like i i don't need them crawling all over me but no, i like no, the no. idea of at least seeing one in the wild and be like oh yeah. that's cool that's interesting yeah from a and distance yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was super interesting. We saw uh, lizards, and like you can see where their tails have come off, and they're regrowing their tails. Yeah, which was super interesting to see, like in the wild. Like obviously you can see it on TV, and it's like, oh okay, but you don't really get. It's not the same where it's like you see it in person. It's like oh that's super interesting. Like you can literally see where the tail is cut off, and you can see the progress of the regrowth, and it's it's pretty Incredible. fascinating. I imagine a lot of people listening right now are like, I don't give a shit about what <laughs> animals you saw in the desert. <laughs> well, it means, it means, I guess, we don't have to go there. No. <laughs> yeah, it, it, described that, it that sort of thing is super interesting to me. Like going to yeah. the desert, we went into like the Rocky Mountains and we're climbing around through there, through like three feet of snow. It's, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. I, a lot of people like make fun of, like Americans make fun of other Americans. Like, ah, these people don't even leave the country. It's like, on one hand, it's like, yeah, it's probably good to leave the country every once. Like, I think it's good for everyone to leave the country at least once and get like a, you know, an idea of like, oh, look, things aren't exactly the same everywhere in the world. Like I can like get a different, an idea of a different culture. Mm-hmm. At the mm-hmm. same time, I also get why people don't leave because the U.S. is huge. There's so many different like biomes and all sorts of different types of areas throughout the country yeah. to go through, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, at the very least, people should travel more. There, oh yeah, definitely. So there's so many people I know that I work with and I just know through the area that I, where I live in where like the furthest they've gone is like an hour away. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, you have not gone anywhere in your life. You need to get out some more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, like, like just to stand around your, 
you know your hometown your home city and just mm-hmm. doing that same thing every day like it's just yeah you'd, but like it's one thing watching the tv but just being in those locations like mm-hmm. i remember the first time ever, well i've never been once to to new york this is about seven seven eight years ago mm-hmm. and nice. yeah i mean it's, it's one thing watching the movies and watching tv but do you, you need, think it's you need to, yeah yeah you need to okay. stand you, you need to stand okay. there and look up <laughs> I remember the first time I went to New York, we drove through, I think it was the Lincoln Tunnel. I forget which which road we went in on. And we literally get into the tunnel. And as we come out the other side, it immediately, like, through the AC of the car, it started to stink. And I was like, <laughs> oh, we're in the city now. We're there, yeah. Before we actually see any of the skyscrapers or anything, it's like, oh, it, it smells. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I forget the what we went. It wasn't, uh, uh, wasn't Central Park. I forget. It was, like, a smaller little park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we got there, and, and it was a little bit fresher. Yeah. Like it didn't stink as much. Um, if anyone, if any of the listeners want to look it up, uh, we, we'd gone there for uh, Barcelona was playing Juventus in like the international, uh, oh, yeah. whatever league, I forget what yeah. it was at the time, yeah. like during the summer, yeah, a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did like the world's largest soccer jersey, whatever, where everyone holds up a piece of the, the image <laughs> and then from the sky they took a picture and it looked wow. like a jersey. Yeah, yeah, I did not partake, but I was at the park when they did mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was interesting to say the least. Yes, Great game. Me. I was a Barcelona fan. I'm sure. Yeah. Got to watch Neymar play right before he left. Oh, man. It's the dream of many a football fan. Got to watch people get kicked out because they illegally printed out tickets. <laughs> really? <laughs> the, the people right behind us had uh, <laughs> were sat down. They were enjoying the game. And other people showed up. And like you're in our seat, and like no, and the people showed up, and they had like the physical tickets in their hands, yeah. yeah. And the other people had like a crappy, like sort of like the color didn't work very well on the tickets they had printed out. And it was like, all right, well, you know, maybe there was a you know some issue with this, but I'm leading to believe the people who have the physical tickets in their hands. Yeah, yeah. It's one thing about ticket. Like I don't know if it's the same over there, but certainly in the UK, like if any kind of big gig or i say big gig like any gig that's happening or you know any event mm-hmm. there'll always be someone on you know massive queues of it to get the tickets but there'll always be someone on then reselling for you mm-hmm. know four oh, yeah, it's five times the price and you I see just, it all the time i don't know why like i don't i i mean i don't really go to concerts and sporting events that much yeah. but apparently like taylor swift there's a huge thing with that where like yeah. all of her tickets get bought out right away and then resold for like double or triple yeah. the price yeah yeah i don't I don't you know. Think, you think in 2022 there'd be an easy way around that, like to stop that? Yeah. So, Just I remember, I remember, so it's like, oh, you can only buy the tickets at you know from the vendor themselves. Yeah. And so, and I remember, I remember, purchase you can't resell them. I remember having it was. I think it was actually. I don't know it was, how you it was, it, though. It was Ed Sheeran, I think that was over in in Belfast, and we got tickets. Mm-hmm. And at that gig, though, you had to bring ID. So you, you had to buy the tickets with ID. You had to bring the ID with you to prove that the tickets then were yours. And I thought, that's a br- like, why did why do people just that's do that? Why, why not just a thing? you initially buy the tickets from the original vendor? Yeah. You supply yeah. the name ID or whatever. Yeah. And then you yeah. can't resell them because it's associated. Yeah, your with your name is on the ticket. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. That's a good idea. See, this is, this is, I'm talking about like, I, I'm good sometimes with technical things. And other times it's like, oh yeah, just put a name on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's like, like are sporting events super expensive over there as well? I'm always curious. Yeah, I mean, particularly, yeah, particularly in the UK. So, uh, well, I'm from from Northern Ireland, so I guess quite complicated. We are part of the UK, but we're not on mm. that. You know, the same 
Ireland is the UK, but anyway. Um, but yeah, particularly like big, you know, uh, Manchester United, Liverpool, Arsenal, okay. those stadium games. Uh, uh, there's even most of the the league games you wouldn't get a ticket for unless you're a, a season holder, a season mm-hmm. ticket holder, which okay. goes into the hundreds. Like it's, it's I ridiculous. Fifteen hundred dollars for tickets to the Barcelona wow. match. <laughs> yeah, we had great seats, mind you. Yeah, but yeah, I think is that, that, is I think that per was, ticket? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we were at we were at midfield, like three rows up. Yeah, three or four rows. Up, I forget what it was. Um, but yeah, like I, I I don't remember. Like I said, this was years ago. This was five or six years ago now, so I don't remember exactly. But like even the cheapest like nosebleed tickets were hundreds of dollars. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I get it. Like that's a unique game in that they're like quote unquote foreign teams coming to play in the US. Yeah. But even for like you know regular sporting events, they're fairly expensive at times, depending on how good the team is. Yeah, yeah. I know when I was in uh when I was in high school, we went to New York. We were gonna watch the New York Mets and the Philadelphia Phillies baseball teams play, and the New York Mets had just opened up their stadium. I they were pretty terrible at the time, if I remember correctly. And we went with our school. We we were. <laughs> We had that my school had like a sports nutrition class where it's like, you know, physical training and, you know, you know, sports medicine and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I I just knew the teacher fairly well. I was yeah. like, can I also go on this trip? I wasn't in the class. <laughs> She's like, OK. And so I got to go with the the school yeah. and we get there and they had gotten tickets like up in the nosebleeds. <laughs> and the stadium was like, you know, it just wasn't filled up much. We mm-hmm. ended up going down and buying like what was it second row up right behind like first base for like 80 bucks yeah. <laughs> we got like great seats for dirt cheap because no one was there, no one was there and yeah. like even at the time we're like do we really even need to pay for this because no one's sitting in these seats yeah we just probably walk, just up. walk I was over like, and yeah i was like you know what i'm an upstanding citizen i'm gonna pay for my mm-hmm. ticket yeah and yeah uh, i did <laughs> and it was uh yeah it was all right i guess <laughs> i'm not a huge baseball guy yeah yeah I, I I don't really understand baseball if I'm quite honest. The I, rules, I, I think the hate. rules just go over my head. I get a lot of hate because I think most American sports are incredibly boring. And I'm yeah. from there. People give me a hard time because I'm like, football's boring. American football's boring. And like, how? Like, you get all the hits and stuff. I'm like, but they play for three seconds and then they take another 30 second timeout. Oh, they yeah. figure out what play to do. And then they throw, it's like, all right, they they make the, start the play, they throw it, the guy drops it. All right, 30 second break. Let's yeah. do this. And I'm like, Stop. Like even it's obviously so boring to me because like here you know obviously like the Super Bowl would be a massive thing here like mm-hmm. we're sitting at you know three a.m. in the morning watching Super Bowl and it is oh, yeah. that boy like it's just the ads the breaks the the oh, it's just constant. I don't get like, why just, people just, watch the Super Bowl for the ads. I'm like I don't I know why would I pay and um, why would I spend time to be advertised to? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or to, or to, to to stay up that late just to watch the the big performances. Like I'm sure you can go and see that person their own tour next week. Go and see them mm-hmm. like, uh, and it's just. Just play the game. Just have yeah. the game. Get the winner, and we can all we can all leave. Baseball is just as bad. Like it, it's all right. Here's the pitch. He throws it. All right, 20, 30 second break. Yeah, and it's like it goes on forever. And it's like the pitchers do this at least a hundred times a game. So yeah, you can imagine yeah. how long this takes. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like I know, like especially with the the playoffs just wrapped up. My grandfather is a huge Philadelphia Phillies fan, mm-hmm. and. I would like check the score for him as they started. Like he'd be, he'd come over to visit and be like, Oh, the Phillies are starting, you know, right now. And it's like eight o'clock. Yeah. It's like 1 a.m. I'm going to bed and I check to see if they won and it's still going on. <laughs> like, is why ridiculous. is this going more than four hours? 
That is ridiculous. Like, like people obviously like with- complain to me about soccer being boring. I'm like, I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's, it's whatever. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But like, don't tell me it's like, I hate when people are like, you don't even know when it ends because they just add random time on the end. I'm like, I guarantee you any soccer match I watch will be over within two hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time. It's yeah. it's 45 minutes plus stop time. It's a 15-minute yeah. half and then roughly 45 minutes again. Mm-hmm. It's between an hour and a half or uh, an hour and 45 minutes and two hours every yeah. time. Yeah. Like, you know you're going to make like the last bus home. You're not, you're not there until yeah. 1 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know like within 10 minutes roughly when every game is going to end. And uh, they're like, ah, it's so boring. I'm like, I just, I like that it, the play isn't stopping every five seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I get no arguments with people about that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm an outcast. <laughs> then again, I see things like cricket and I don't understand cricket at all. Oh, no, not at all. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not alone now. <laughs> no, no, not at all. My sister's boyfriend is massive into cricket. And I'm just thinking, like, what? Like, it, cricket is just rounders. Like we just, I don't know if you have it as well, but in in school we have rounders where you just bat the ball, you run round, see how many times you can run round before the person then catches the ball and it stops. Okay. But it basically is just uh, it's uh, and just all the different rules and the different types of positions that you have. Uh, it's it's complicated. It is complicated. I was gonna say like you you you'd mentioned like you don't understand the rules of baseball, and I was I was thinking to myself like oh it's pretty straightforward, but it's really not. Yeah, it, like I'm sitting here thinking about all of, like. The overarching like concept of it is not complicated. Where it's like, yeah, the guy throws the ball and the other person hits it, and they run the bases. That's the overall gist, which yeah. isn't complicated. Yeah, but it's the nitty gritty rules that are confusing. Where it's like, oh yeah, you know, like a balk. <laughs> Do you know what a balk is? No, no. It's even I like I grew up with baseball in my family. Yeah, yeah. the rules to it don't make sense. It's like the you know, pitcher stands on like he has a little plate that he stands on, but if he if he makes a motion that the batter feels like he was going to throw a pitch, but then he hesitates and doesn't throw the pitch, yeah. that's a balk, and the people on base get to advance. Yeah. But even in the playoffs, I saw clips where it's like, oh, he gets called for the balk like three times in a row, but he did the exact same motion anyway, so nobody yeah. knows why it was called. And I'm like, well, this is the dumbest rule ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why does yeah. the way he's moving yeah. affect like the rules? That, like It doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's like football. Well, uh, soccer, I guess. Uh, with the the offside rule, it's like why? So one person can pass from one end of their pitch to the other player that's on the other side of their pitch. Yes, mm-hmm. they can, but they can't be standing in that strip of the pitch because they're in that strip of the pitch. Then they can't pass to someone else who is on that mm-hmm. strip of the pitch. It's just like there's no defining and, and how any how any of the like the refs actually mm-hmm. work that out in their head, like where <laughs> the exact line in the pitch is where you're not allowed to cross the ball over. Yeah. It's just. Just let's just, let's just leave that rule out. Let's just not have that rule. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I first got, I got into it. I mean, I played soccer as a, a kid growing up. And then I got out of it for a number of years where I, I just got really into snowboarding instead. Not that, I don't know why it would be conflicting with just how it was for me. I got really into snowboarding. <laughs> yeah. And then I got back in it. Like when I was a kid, I mean, we didn't even have offside. Like it, I was like five at the time. Yeah. So it, they weren't really, you know, enforcing the rules. It was... Yeah, do your best and don't hurt anybody. Those are the rules. <laughs> and then like learning about it is like, okay, what is offside? Oh, he he just can't be the last like the first one down the field. It's like, oh no, he as long as he's on his half of the field, he can't be offside. Yeah. But then when he's on the other team side, there has to be the goalie and one defending player in between him and the 
the goal <laughs> when the ball is kicked to by him. By the time you've worked it out, like the the yeah. ball's gone. Like <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, the it, the play it's over. The yeah, buildup's gone. Over. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It I don't know. I, I, I understand why people get confused by rules and things like like I said with uh cricket. My uncle's into cricket. He's from Scotland though, so it, he doesn't count. He's not a real person, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, like he's in the cricket. I remember going down like when uh, when I still lived over here and I, he had like a cricket bat and a ball in the, in the one closet. I was like, oh, that's cool. He's like, oh, yeah, it's my cricket stuff. He's like, oh, I can show you. And I was like, OK. And he started explaining. It. I was like, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, this was, I would have been better off having been taught this as a small child. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it's yeah. I'm too old. I'm, I'm thinking it over in my head now. And that's confusing me more. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. If, was there anything else you wanted to touch on since we've discussed sports talk now? I think we've done it all. We've we've, we've done sports. We've done technology. We I think we've, we've touched it all. What is what is your favorite sport? Before we wrap up here, I'm curious. Do you, do you not, I'm not a massive sports fan to be honest. Like there, there, there wouldn't be something that that I would seek out. Um, I the odd time we would go to ice hockey. Um, Belfast okay. Giants would play ice hockey. Which is um, it's one of those weird things over here because obviously it's not a native kind of sport to mm-hmm. to the UK, but um, yeah, just the the excitement of ice hockey and the excitement of um, just not really knowing what is going on. I don't think anyone really knows the rules as long as you get the puck into the. It's in a lot of places where like foreign sports are more interesting to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, like. Soccer is getting bigger here in the U.S. for sure. Mm-hmm. We're getting a lot more teams in the MLS and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you see like you know football. They just played a game in Germany. I think uh, I forget where, but they just they just played a game. I think this past weekend in Germany somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe Berlin. I have no idea. It's a random random name of a, <laughs> a city. But like that's. I mean, I don't like football, but like it's interesting to see it like being played in London and and you know now in Germany. I was like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's growing. But I mean, like I said, we have foreign sport, sports we're interested in here, like uh, rational thought. That's a foreign concept that we try out every once in a while over here too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm a like I said, I, I the last like 15 years or so, I've gotten really into uh, soccer, football. Yeah, fact, yeah. I, I have to say, soccer in the podcast, people give me a hard time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very uh, confusing. But yeah, they uh, like I I became a big Barcelona fan like ten or fifteen years ago, and it was uh. they were doing really well, and uh, then they fell off a bit, and uh, people were making fun of me. Yeah. And even now, like I'm a bad sports fan, where I'm like complaining all the time, even though they're in first place. Yes, <laughs> I know, I know. That's like, the thing. Playing, you, like you, crap. You can never really. be happy. You can never be happy yeah. when you're sporting. Yeah, it's just for I, me. I it's been more bad. frustrating because they've had so many injuries. Yeah, like they. I forget how many. At one point, like a month ago, they had like eight or nine injured players at the same time uh-huh. I'm like this is brutal yeah. and then you know like i said they're in first place i mean they're out of the champions league their financial situation is horrific mm. but at least we're winning the league <laughs> that's the other thing is mental like the amount of money that's that's in the game is isn't it's you can't, so you can't corrupt even, you can't even think it's about so it unbelievably corrupt in a lot of yeah. like look at the, the world cup in qatar that is oh, a yeah. mess right now yeah. i was watching a thing earlier of uh uh, reporters just standing out. I, I don't know where they were. They were, I think, Swedish reporters. So I couldn't understand what they were saying. Yeah. Uh, but they're standing around outside somewhere and these guys just ride up on them and threaten to smash the camera. And yeah, I don't know if it was like a police officer or like security for the venue. I, I couldn't tell. 
Uh-huh. And uh, they're like, what do you like? We're, we're pressed. We're allowed to film anywhere we want. And they're giving them a hard time. Mm. If that all the, obviously the human rights issues and stuff like that. It's like, who thought this was a good idea to put this event here? I know. Like this, this is horrible PR for Qatar and FIFA. Yeah. It's like, this is not. And then just to well. continue on with it. Like to, to, to yeah. know, to know about all these things, but to continue it. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't know. I, I'm concerned there's going to be some uh, terrible things that happen to like random tourists that show up to the, the mm. cup. Cause they'll, get curious and wander off for something you know i i don't know hopefully not hopefully everything goes like I've, 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 I've seen some photos of like accommodation and you know like you're paying like, like shipping containers oh yeah exactly yeah, yeah yeah that's exactly what they are yeah they've that and then they have like they're putting up big walls to hide like the rundown shacks yeah nearby the, the stadiums i guess uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah i don't know i don't know i i feel like uh we should stop giving i mean not like i like i'm on the board <laughs> they should stop giving these uh, big events to countries that are more willing to invest money into giant tournaments yeah. as opposed to putting that back into taking care of their own people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so weird having it in this time of year. Like it's just it doesn't, a bit strange. Doesn't yeah. feel right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but that that is going to take up. Well, that starts Sunday, I believe. So, well. By the time this episode comes out, it'll have started this past Sunday and I'll have been watching the World Cup. That is going to take up all my time. <laughs> my, my boss is going to be like sending me messages like, how's this coming along? Great, it's two to two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Truly, what? And I'm like, no, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, thank you. Thank you, Peter, so much for coming on the show. Doesn't bother me. Uh, it was good. I appreciate it. Was... it. I had, a, had a fun time. It was good fun. Uh, yeah, again, everyone go check out the Stumble Across podcast. Where can people go to check this out? Obviously, you have your, your link tree. Yeah, I've got the link tree link which is kind of um, Instagram, I guess. I'm trying to push now at the minute as well, which is just stumble across podcast uh, there. Um, and yeah, from there, I mean, Spotify, Apple um, and Amazon Music as well. All the usual places really for podcasts. So um, yeah, I mean, by this stage, hopefully we'll be well into it and uh, there'll be some quite interesting stories on there. Awesome. Thank you again. I, I really appreciate it. It's been a, it's been a blast chatting it up. Happy to have you on. Everyone go check out our sponsors. We've got Exter. We've got uh, Poggers. We've got W Energy. You know, Go check out our deadjustproductions.live. It's got links to all of them on there. I've been I've been getting compliments left and right about my my new Exter wallet. Little little button, you click it in, all the cards pop out. Nice little fanned out form. It's very nice. So use our link, get 20% off. It's good stuff. It just helps us out. Uh, you know, obviously you don't need to help us out. We're podcasters, so we make billions of dollars every year. We are rolling in the dough because that's how podcasters do. <laughs> I got into this for the money. Yeah, Never yeah. let it be understated. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing but disdain for this hobby. It's only because I make so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you again, man, for coming. I really appreciate it. Definitely go no check problem. out the Stumble Across podcast, everybody. Go check out Thank Peter. You. And uh, yeah, you said the it'll, yeah, episode, at least one episode, if not more, will be up by the time this oh, yeah. episode comes out. So, yep. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Really appreciate it. See you all next time. Bye.